confidence in her own powers. Though Tocqueville wrote in the mid-19th century, his words aptly describe Stanger. Call it mean, audacious, or downright cold, Stanger's straight talk is how she gets through to her clients, who have included professional athletes, reality television stars, and wealthy 40-somethings suspended in adolescence. This season alone, she tried to pair off the one-time child rap phenom Lil Romeo, Lindsay Lohan's mother Dina, and Olympic short-track speed skater Allison Baver. Stanger's goal is to get them married, and that requires the delivery of some harsh Stanger truths. Men must become hunters. Women must curb their male energy. And the use of her services, which, depending on the client, can include personal coaching, therapy, psychic readings, and lessons in flirtation, requires adherence to a sacred rule, no sex of any sort before monogamy. By the standards of the day, it sounds archaic, and many of her clients greet the announcement with slack-jawed disbelief. But Stanger is a ruthless enforcer, and clients who break her rules regularly experience what has come to be called the Wrath of Patty. Take Zagros Bigvand, a Kurdish real estate executive, and Teal McKay, an aspiring model, who violated the rule after a handful of windswept dates. Enter Stanger. Did he say, I want you exclusively? Did he say verbally he wants you exclusively? Well, Stanger discovers, he said he might want that eventually. Okay, well, that's a bunch of baloney, the matchmaker says. I'm not God here. I can only introduce two people together. But if you break my rules, if you do things I tell you not to do... She leaves it hanging that having sex too soon kills the possibility of intimacy, and her anger is full bore. You don't even know this person. You don't know this person, and you just gave him your vagina. You could spend more time buying a house or a car in this economy or a mortgage than doing something like that. This is sacred. Bigvand, the charming millionaire, is not spared either. Zagros, for your information, women need to emotionally connect before they loosen up downstairs. It's sex 101. You guys didn't even know each other. You moved too fast. You should have slowed it down and done the courtship thing. One can almost visualize the women of America nodding in appreciative agreement. While we're far removed from 50s culture, Stanger reels in a sizable number of Bravo's overwhelmingly female viewers. The Millionaire Matchmaker, which just finished its eighth season, premiered this year to an audience of 1.5 million. Even millennials, who have marinated in feminist dogma their entire lives, are tuning in. The show's most-watched episode, which aired in late March, drew 2.2 million viewers, including 1.2 million in the coveted 18-49-year-old demographic. On each episode, Stanger sets up two of her millionaire clients, usually two men, handpicking about a dozen potential women for them to choose from before asking each to settle on one for a full-fledged date. Beforehand, and at the outset of each episode, she reviews a one-minute introductory videotape the men have submitted. Then she sets off to meet them in person. After watching these tapes, Stanger usually, but not always, diagnoses her clients, delayed adolescent, control freak, commitment phobe. In his video, David Sheltraw, a great-looking 50-year-old divorcee, 
says he's looking for a wife, a woman with Meg Ryan's bubbly personality, and a family. Stanger hasn't met Sheltroy yet, but she sizes him up for the audience. I'm a little bit stumped, she says. On the video, he's perfect, but no guy is perfect. There's something really wrong with him, otherwise he wouldn't be here. At an initial meeting, Stanger pushes, probes, and challenges on matters both profound and petty. She asks Sheltraw, for example, what feedback he gets from his friends about his approach to women. But he doesn't approach women at all, he tells her. I have probably walked up to two people in my lifetime, he says. Stanger has found the problem. A common syndrome for good-looking people, male or female, is that when they're really that good-looking at a very young age and they grow up like that, they never have to work for it, she says. But generally speaking, you see this in women, not men.